Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett, brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, a center that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern the spirit of God's will for the local church. Christian leaders everywhere talking about the new book, Revitalize to Plant, Reshaping the Established Church to Plant Churches. Written by Drs. Desmond Barrett and Jeffrey D. Skinner, Revitalize to Plant is more than a philosophical approach to church planting and revitalization. The authors have experienced the crucible of leading in the trenches of ministry. It is an honest look at the struggles of planting and launching a new ministry as well as the revitalization process. It is practical, and most of all, it recasts our vision, need, and importance of church planting to the revitalization process. Revitalize to plant. Special pricing available to the first 100 orders. Go to book.revitalizedplant.com. That's book.revitalizedplant.com. The last resource you'll need to bring new life to your church. Welcome to episode 71 of Revitalized and Declining Church. I'm your host, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about the era of the big church is over. While the church would like to believe that the size of a congregation does not matter, it matters to leaders across all denominational lines with deadly spiritual consequences. Recently, a pastoral colleague of mine was turned down from submitting his resume to a church because, in their words, he did not qualify because he was pastoring a small church. Another pastoral friend just in the last week was turned down from a church because he lived in a rural part of the country and the search committee did not think he could minister in an urban setting even though he currently has a church of well over 300 people in average weekly attendance. According to a recent LifeWay research survey, the average evangelical church in North America has 65 average worshipers each Sunday. Of that, 7 out of 10 worshipers attend a church with less than 100 worshipers each Sunday. My friends, the era of the big church is over. The idea is bigger is better. Urban is better. And my friends, it is the wrong mindset for denominational leaders, for the clergy, and for congregational members. The only size that matters is the one-on-one personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So why do denominational leaders, church search committees, and boards refuse to recognize that a pastor with the right skill sets that fits the local context can pastor a church of five or even 500? If the pandemic has taught the Christian church, the big C church, anything is that God could use any person, any size church, to expand the gospel. All he needs is a willing vessel. And so on today's episode, I want to break down this big point, the era of the big churches over, into three bite-sized chunks. And the first one is this. Worship size matters more for self-esteem than relationship to God. If you are a pastor, I want you to ask yourself, why I serve in my current assignment? I imagine you did not say so that you could earn a paycheck. Because believe me, there are many easier ways to serve at a traditional 9-to-5 job with better compensation and retirement plans than pastoring a local church. Yet far too many pastors feel ineffective because of the number of people attending service each week. The reality is that the church has a self-esteem issue more than a worship issue. 
Nowhere in Scripture can I find Jesus remarking on a church size. But he is seen several times speaking of the spiritual effectiveness of the church's leaders. Pastor, your worth is not found in if you can build a crowd. Your effectiveness is found in each soul surrendered to God as you serve where he has called you. The idea that bottoms in the seat are more important than souls surrendered to God is absolutely wrong. God sees your work. He hears your prayers. And he grieves when you grieve. But he also celebrates when you celebrate. He never said to gather a crowd of 5,000 and be a megachurch pastor. And then you retain a special place in heaven. He called you to be effective right where you are. Rural or urban, small or large, all he wants is for you to serve him and share the story of redemption with those you meet. If your church grows because of it, then fantastic. But that should not be the leader or the church's driving force. I want you to focus on God and keep the main thing the main thing, and that's a relationship with Jesus Christ. The second big point is worship size matters to others more than attendee. Most pastors have walked into a half-empty sanctuary to preach. For most pastors in the United States, that's a weekly occurrence. Where there might be outliers who have shared the, the thought that this is a small church, most attendees never have it cross their minds. If they were looking for size, they certainly would not go to more than 70% of churches in the United States. Guests coming into your local church most likely come because someone invited them. They're not looking for programs, but for people who will love them, a pastor who will shepherd them, and a God who will renew them. There's a negative mindset that a smaller church is ineffective, that the pastor and its leaders have failed God or at least mismanaged his resources. That, my friend, is a lie sent straight from hell. God values the local church. And more importantly, he loves the people who make up the church. The era of big, bigger is better has been left in the last decade. A new generation of Christians is, is seeking the age of neighborhood churches and the restoration of the established church. New Christians are not seeking programs. They seek people who live on mission. The local church can be made up of 10 people and still be effective by serving at a local elementary school, by tutoring students, or adopting a classroom. The Christian church in North America needs to be on mission, winning the lost, loving their neighbors more than gathering the largest group of people each week. The third major point is worship size does not matter to God. Each week, I attend Kiwanis as a social club dedicated to serving children in my community. We do everything we do to focus on our mission of helping children. Weekly, our club only averages 15 people. Yet, we volunteer over a 1,000 hours yearly by serving in 48 different activities, all aimed at benefiting children in our community. Now, what you look at your church. Refrain from telling yourself that you cannot help because you have less than 20 people, or whatever that number is. You have more than two. If you have more than two, God's with you, which means the church can do something. 
I do not believe God looks at your church weekly and puts the worship attendance number or even the offering number on his number board in heaven. So why does your church? You do it because it's what the church has always done. What if what you have always done needs to be fixed? Change. Change your thinking to change your habits. Your worth as a pastor or local church is not found in the numbers, but in what those numbers represent. Each number you are counting is counted not for a tally sheet, but for a heart won or a lost in a relationship with God. I want you to be obedient, Pastor. Be obedient to God and love the people around you. Find ways to invest in a person or a family's life. Do acts of service, not for reward, but to build your church. No, but to build God's church and to serve God's church. Whenever you find your, wherever you find yourself today, do not find your worth or call in how many people sit and listen to a sermon each Sunday. The life you live outside the church might be far more important than the one that shows up on Sunday morning because non-Christians are watching you. They're watching you in your workplace, at the grocery store, or eating at a restaurant. You can dress up, and many Christians do, dress up on Sunday and play church and not be as effective as you can be in being Christ to all outside the four walls of the church. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to be Christ always in all ways and focus on what matters, serving God and living out your call daily. Thank you for joining me today on Revitalizing the Declining Church. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with your colleague? How about on social media? Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it the next time it comes out. From the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, this has been Dr. Desmond Barrett reminding you to stay prayed up and keep pressing forward. God is on your side.